so it's kind of just seeing uh, the direction of the country's heading, whether or not we'll be uh, keeping Mr. Trudeau on as our Prime Minister, or, or we'll have someone else will be filling that position. Welcome to Top of the Hill Weekly, a podcast from the Aquinian. I'm Peter Jewett. Following Monday's election, Justin Trudeau's Liberal Party won enough seats to form a minority government in Parliament. Although the exact outcome remains unclear because of mail-in ballots yet to be reported, the Liberals are expected to gain one seat from their previous total of 157. The outcome has many questioning why Mr. Trudeau called the election in the first place amidst a fourth wave of COVID-19 and at a cost of over $600 million. My colleagues visited the major political parties' election viewings in Fredericton last night. Here's what they heard. It's Thursday, September 23rd. Canada has been watching since Monday night for the results of the 2021 federal election. In the riding of Fredericton, a final result did not come until yesterday afternoon due to mail-in ballots that had to be counted. Incumbent MP Jenica Atwin of the Liberal Party defeated Andrea Johnson, the Conservative candidate, by just over 500 votes. On Monday evening, our Aaron Sousa was at the Crown Plaza in Fredericton for Miss Atwin's viewing party. Here's some of what she had to say. How do you like? How do you think that this journey is different from your journey in 2019? What's the big sort of change, other than you know, change of color? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, people know me a little bit better as well. They know my work in the house. They know the things that are important to me and what I fought really hard for. So, I think it's just a bit more about recognition this time and. I hope they'll go with their local candidate as well, even if they're not happy with perhaps the national party. And that's always what I've advocated for is about it's about your local representation first. So I see a bit more of that, you know, in conversation at the doors, a bit more around the strategic voting. That's we hear a lot more, which we really tried to combat that conversation in 2019. So it's it's different in a lot of ways, but in good ways as well. Atwin said that if she's reelected, her focus would be on banning glyphosate spraying in New Brunswick, increasing health transfer dollars to the province, mental health support, and Indigenous reconciliation. Fredericton Conservative candidate Andrea Johnson was with supporters and party members on Monday night at Brubaker's. The mood was low-key but lively. I had a chance to speak with her. Here's some of what she said. The polls are tight. Last time I looked, you were leading just by a couple percentage points. Um, do you have any predictions for tonight? How do you think it's going to turn out? I, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, it, we, we've, we've knocked uh, thousands and thousands of doors. Uh, it feels a lot different than it did in 2019, I will tell you that. And, and I think that, you know, the, the pandemic has played a role for a lot of people. And, and the reality is that the last time that the country was in this, this fiscal disparity, it, it was a conservative government that led us out of it. Johnson said if elected, her main focuses would be on health care and mental health, economic recovery and jobs, and affordable housing.
In third and fourth place after Atwin and Johnson came Nicole O'Byrne of the Green Party and Sean Oldenburg of the NDP. O'Byrne had 12.9% of the vote and Oldenburg had 126 For more on their campaigns, you can go to theaq.net and check out our election night coverage. On Monday night, students at St. Thomas University were having an election viewing party of their own in the off-campus lounge. Our Rachel Smith was there to speak with them. James Brennan is a first-year student at St. Thomas from Manitoba. You know, I want to see... I want to see a government that functions. Um, so honestly, would it have been nice? I mean, I'm making assumptions, but would it have been nice to have a majority that could actually pass some stuff? Because the last couple of years have just been dysfunction and distraction. Jason O'Hearn is a third-year communications and political science student. Here's what he had to say. Any student issues you think people should look out for tonight? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, um, a big one is that, um, uh, you know, with the, the future world of work and the increasing demands for, for students, um, although post-secondary is, is much of a provincial matter, I think um, there is some f federal uh, support that needs to be there too. Um, such as, uh, I know a big push for all the universities are experiential learning. Um, and it's uh, helping prepare our students for the future world to work. So I just hope whoever gets elected understands that, you know, um, with the increasing demand students are facing post-graduation, that there's support for us. Emma Green is the Get Out the Vote coordinator. She also happens to be a fourth-year student. She says in Canada, there were 2.1 million students who were eligible to vote in this year's election. Students can, really do have a voice this year, and we really want to emphasize the importance of student voting to emphasize that student voice so that um, we can show like the students who can advocate with politicians and show that like look, students really do care that X many students voted in this election. Like student issues matter, and so it's just a way to show that like student issues are valid. That's it for this special mini episode of Top of the Hill Weekly. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can send an email to radio at theaq.net. And as always, follow us on social media. You can find all the links for that in the podcast description. I'm Peter Jewett. Thanks again for listening.